Okay. Okay, thank everyone. I really appreciate. I know. Um, I know that um, you know. I hear now, uh, girl. You know, you girls are busy, um, seminary and other things. Um, but I appreciate college. Appreciate you making the effort to uh, to joining. I really, I really appreciate it. Okay, so continuing, we're in the first section of, and we are in chapter. We're in chapter two, I believe. So. I'm sorry, chapter three. So what does it mean? What does it mean, first of all, to work on our midos? So people think um, that if you work on your midos, the goal is to be unemotional, a robotic, you know, nothing phases you, so you don't get angry. And to be an unemotional person is, you know, consider working on your midos. Um, that is not the case. The avoda of midos is not about uh, stifling yourself and shutting yourself down. There are times where we do need to to shut our to sometimes shut ourselves down. Let's say with anger, you know. Sometimes uh, we're not able to look at the situation differently and to not get angry, um, but we can shut shut it down just with mental thought power and make a decision that we're not going to get fired up we're not going to get angry um, i'm not going to let myself get angry i'll give you uh give an example uh to see if this is possible uh, let's say someone offered you a uh, million dollars or maybe even ten thousand uh, dollars not to get angry uh, for for their day so even if even if someone come along and do something really wrong really bad you you can really probably control yourself just not to get angry i'm not going to think about it right now think about it later i'm just not i'm just not gonna let myself get angry um so even without a good positive thought just i'm not gonna let myself fire get fired up it's, it's possible uh, but that's not a long-term plan and a, a long-term solution, I don't think. Uh, probably if that's the way we go through life, I'm not going to get angry, I'm not going to get jealous, I'm not going to get this, I'm not going to get that. Without working through it, um, it's probably not going to last, and it'll probably be very unhealthy. But sometimes in crisis mode, it's certainly a very good power to have to be able to learn how to just control yourself and temporarily shut things down um, when necessary. But the long-term goal of working on our midos is not with a shutdown mechanism. It's really with working on understanding different ways of different thoughts that change our perspective on the situation. Um, when a person becomes upset, um, why does a person become upset? Because there's a message being sent from his mind that something, something bad just happened. So somebody uh, somebody loses money, so he feels the mind the mind says something bad just happened, and the message goes to the heart, and he is he's upset about it. Um, 
you know, how we perceive something obviously controls, affects um, what feelings we are going to have about that situation. If a person rises to the level of kol David, Rahman, whatever Shem does is for the best, person rises to that level of amuna, then he doesn't become upset when, when something seemingly bad happens because it's not bad. I don't perceive it as bad. So, so it's very obvious, simple to understand really, that our, our perceptions of every situation really create the reactions that are going to take place. So what the main avoda I believe in working on our midos, and this is really what the Sefer is about, is giving us perspectives, giving us a thought process that we can reframe, re- rewire the way we're looking at things, and, and therefore our emotions will respond uh, that differently. Uh, somebody is being insulted, somebody's, uh, you know, so somebody's, you're, you're very upset, you're very angry. Um, but if the person remembers, if the person had just learned that keeping quiet, shtika, a person just learned that keeping quiet is a, saves a person from suffering, keeping quiet is the greatest atonement for his averos. If a person learns the, the value of, of going through that embarrassment, that insult, and keeping quiet, the person could come to the level where they're not even so ang- not even angry because that person just gave me a, I don't feel great, I'm not going to lie, but I'm not going to get so angry because really the person's giving me a gift. The person's giving me a gift, the person's giving me an opportunity to get a kapara, so I'm not even getting angry. So how we look at something is, is really our avoda, our main avoda, in my opinion, is to really look at things, try to look at things in a way that will give us the right reactions. So, you know, learning Musar, and this is what we do when we learn together, um, it's really, it's easy, it's easy to learn it, it's easy to discuss it, you know, you can have a whole conversation about, about not getting angry, and it really sounds so, so good, and so easy, of course, three minutes later, uh, someone does something you don't like, it's, you know, it's not as easy to implement it, but by, by working on it, thinking about it, um, we can we can make progress and implement the ideas. The other idea, you know, behind everything, behind everything, we just have to value the importance of it. For, so that's number one. Number one is we have to value the importance of working on Amidos. Like we discussed in the beginning, the Vilna Gon says that's the purpose of our life. Our purpose of our life is to work on Amidos. So first we have to value working on Amidos. We could work, look, learn about the specific Mida. Let's say anger. We Chazal tell us Anyone that gets angry is like he serves idols. So if we look at anger as a very bad thing, so that's number one. We have to recognize that it's it's something serious and something that we don't want to accept. Something that we're not going to tolerate. Not we won't tolerate it now, but something that we're not going to tolerate forever. Something that we want to make progress on and work on. And number two, once we are motivated to, to work on something, then, like we mentioned, we try to think of ideas that will help um, change, change our perspective on situations that will mitigate or take away our reason to get angry. Uh, for example, when it comes to anger, the Chinuch writes, 
regarding the Isra of taking revenge, he says, why does the Torah say not to take revenge? Because a person realizes everything's from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and if this happened, it's it's from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You know, it's, it's a tough chinuch, to be honest, once we mention it. You know, one of the Bakram asked me that it's true that whatever pain I'm going through is from Hashem, and that may help for getting stuck in traffic, that may help for other situations that get me upset. But when somebody uh, insults me or someone hurts me, they are the chinuch, I don't want to say fall short, but it's hard to understand. It is hard to understand the chinuch, to be honest, because yes, it's from Hashem, but that person didn't have to be the one to do it. That person didn't have to be the one to choose um, to, to make fun of me, to insult me. And so therefore, the chinuch is a, you know, it's, not, it's a little bit hard to understand, but certainly it makes things better. When we recognize that whatever we're going through is from Hashem, um, it, it definitely makes things a little bit a little bit easier. So again, the main avoda is preparing ourselves, thinking about different thoughts that help us. That different people have different things that talk to them. You know, different thoughts talk to different people. You know, the thoughts um, that we share uh, in the Sefer are thoughts that talk to me. Some of the thoughts in the Sefer may talk to you. Some may not talk to you. But you, you, you're, you're supposed to come up with your own thoughts. And Bez Hashem, one day, maybe write your, your own Sefer. What talks to you? What, what resonates with you? Why I shouldn't get angry about this? What resonates with you? Why I shouldn't become jealous of this? That's, that's how it works. You know, the main learning, I think we've mentioned, is not really learning, learning from the Sefer. That's just uh, the beginning. Um, the main learning is learning yourself and paying attention to yourself, you know. So that's prepare. So we have to prepare ourselves before the challenges by learning Musar, thinking about different thoughts that will help us. And as well, and then, then the situation itself, we have to try to do our best to fight in the moment. In the moment, um, we have to try to fight. And then after after the situation, if we succeeded, we should pat ourselves on the back. We really should. We don't pat ourselves on the back enough. And, you know, Yitzhar doesn't like us to uh, feel good about ourselves. If we won, we kept quiet. Even a partial victory, you know, I got angry, but I didn't say anything. Even a partial victory, we need to celebrate. And if we failed, then we want to look at that situation and say, why did I fail? What could I do? What could I do differently? To learn from our mistakes is a huge part of growing. So we get angry, something takes us, uh, gets us upset. So we have to study the situation afterwards and say, why did I get so upset? So many times people will say, um, you know, this person annoys me. I can't stand when this person says this. Um, but now you have to ask yourself, if you want to get over that, you want to ask yourself, so why can't I stand? When that person does that, what about that person doing it bothers me so much? Like, why should it bother? Why should it bother me so much? Why does it bother me when someone else brags? Why does it bother me so much a person's bragging? So that person's bragging. I don't think that's the right way to go. But why do I get so angry when that person brags? What is getting me so upset about the, that person's behavior? You have to study yourself, like a safer, mamash, safer tire. You have to study yourself. Study why you're getting upset. Why you're getting angry, and you'll learn some important things. Well, maybe I'm getting angry when the person's bragging because it makes me feel that the person's putting me down, that the person's saying not 
saying it outright, but maybe the person I feel the person saying, I'm better than you. Okay, so think about that, you know. So first of all, the person may not, you know, you may be able to change that. I don't correct that attitude. I don't think the, maybe the person doesn't mean to say they're better than you, than you. The person just likes to show up. You know, number two, uh, you know, maybe the person, show, you could think to yourself, the person showing off because, you know, they may be a little bit insecure. They're fishing for, for compliments. So instead of getting angry, you could say, hey, you could you can compliment the person. Oh, wow, that's amazing. You know, by changing your perspective on the situation, you know, you can change your feelings. You could change your reaction. So the main person, once again, to study is really, really ourselves. We have tremendous, we have tremendous power to change ourselves. Um, the, the, the beautiful, there's a beautiful chinuch by the mitzvah of Lysis Ave. Lysis Ave is the mitzvah not to desire someone else's thing. I would say it's the sin, it's not being jealous, but I don't think that's true. Like, I don't think that there is a, a sin in the Torah of not being jealous. Um, I, don't, I don't know of such a prohibition not to be jealous. Um, it's not good midos, and we have a chapter on it, but I don't know if it's, it's, it's an open sin in the Torah. Because when the Torah says, Lysachmai, in the Sarah Sadibrais, when Lysisava, it says, don't desire someone else's thing. So if someone else has a certain piece of jewelry and is made, custom made, and you want that piece of jewelry, and you want to have that piece of jewelry, that would be Lysachma. You can't desire someone else's thing. But if you're just jealous of someone else, that someone else has a lot of uh, money, and you're jealous, you also want a lot of money, you're not desiring their same thing that they have. The Torah says don't desire their, their wife, their house, their, their, their ox. I think, that, I think the law and the Torah specifically when you design the person's thing, which may not be so common nowadays where you can buy everything in the store. Um, so, but, so the Chinuch says, how can the Torah tell you not to desire someone else's thing if you really do? In most mitzvahs in the Torah, it's very interesting, most mitzvahs in the Torah are actions. I mean, there are a few mitzvahs that are not actions. For example, um, well, to love Hashem, to fear Hashem is not an action. But most mitzvahs are actions. Almost all mitzvahs are actions. It's very hard to find the mitzvah in the Torah besides those. Very hard to find ones that tell you how to think, tell you how to feel. This is an exception. Don't desire your friend's thing. Your friend has this beautiful thing. They got it. Uh, it's a, it's a one of a kind, uh, one of a kind custom made uh, jewelry that's custom, beautiful. That you gel, you want it. So how could how could the Torah tell you not to desire someone else's thing? So the Chinuch says pretty sharply. He says anyone that asks that question um, is foolish and and a sinner. He says. He says that a chin, that. You know, it's interesting. And in I'm looking now at the English translation over here. We, we did not translate. We did not translate it with the harsh words of the chinuch. The chinuch's lashon is, I believe, you're a f- foolish person and a sinner who says, who thinks that the Torah, that you cannot control your feelings. And the chinuch says that a person has the ability to, to desire what he wants to desire and push away what he pushes not to desire. It's an unbelievable chinuch. A person could work on themselves that they do not want something of someone else. They don't have a desire for it. It's in our control what we want, 
what we desire and what we don't desire. You know, we see uh, the media, you know, tremendous influence on the person of what's in style. You want this, you want that, you know, it gets into our heads, but we have an ability to get into our own heads of what we desire, what type of life we desire, what type of things we desire. We have that power, the Chinuf says, to control what we want. So this is, a, um, this is a very important idea that we have power. We have the power to control our minds. We have the power to control our perspective on things and, and grow in incredible ways. We'll just end off with one more, one more piece over here to finish this chapter um, that's a little bit different piece. But a person needs to understand where they are holding in their, in their midos. Um, for example, a person has trouble getting along with their mother or father. And they say, well, I have, I have really good midos. I don't have any anger issues. I just can't get along with that person. So that person's an exception to their midos. You know, they don't count. And the truth of the matter is, if we think about it, it doesn't really make sense. Because that person who gets you angry, it's, you know, they're not an exception to the midos book. They're just a higher level challenge than your other challenges. So if we get angry at certain people, or even one person, so then we should understand that means that my, my mida of, of anger is pretty good, but it doesn't go to, a, to the highest level, because that person whose challenge is above that level gets me angry. What we, should, we have to learn from our weak points, from our weak places, about our general level of midos. What, what's the point of saying? So saying this, for example, um, you know, I told I told the Bachram recently in the in Shalom Bayis Shalom Bayis um, right? So when a person gets married, they're going to be challenged in their in their midos in a, in a very serious way. Whatever challenges you have now with uh, with your siblings, with your parents, um, with your friends, whatever challenges you have now, they will be tested on that level or higher. Um, with your husband in Mirtzashem, with your kids in Mirtzashem. So there's no except. There's no, I, I have no Midos problems, except I can't deal with my mother. Except I can't deal with my mother, again, unless she's just, you know, even if she is crazy, ang- anger anger is still um, not okay. But, you know, I, I, only my mother get angry at. So only my mother get angry at means I'm maybe on level seven in my, in my out of 10 out of my Kasmida, but I'm still short from being a 10. If I'd be a 10, I wouldn't get angry at my mother. And trust me, your husband, hopefully not all the time, uh, he w- may not be as difficult as your mother all the time, but uh, there are times where he's going to do something which is going to pass pass the level seven test. Your children, as Hashem, will do something that will pass the level seven test, and you're going to be, you're going to get very angry, and you're gonna, there's going to be problems. So really it's a bracha. The people in our life that give us challenges is really a bracha for us. Because if you didn't have your mother or your sister or your friend or someone who does things to get you upset, you would really not be able to prepare yourself. It's really hard to prepare for midos, to work on your midos, unless you're, unless you're tested. You could spend your whole life on an island learning about kas, but unless you get tested, you can't apply it. It's like going to medical school and then not, not working with patients. You can't apply it. You can't see it unless you're actually in it. So it's a big gift. Be grateful to those people in your life that give you challenges because there you're able to learn about yourself. There you're able to grow. 
it's a big mistake when people write off their challenges, write off it as exceptions. Oh, this is an exception. I'm very good. I'm always calm, except for this situation. But those situations, those exceptions are, are the level that you're up to that you need to expand and you need to get past because there are going to be other situations in your life. Uh, you know, parent, family is also important. But certainly other things which are, you'll, everyone will understand is important, like their marriage and like raising children, that if they don't, that they're going to they're, they're gonna fail if they're only at a level seven. So it's a big gift, big gift when you have those exceptions and you have people that give you challenges because that's how you grow. If, if, if you don't have those challenges, you're not going to be able to grow. You're not going to be able to push yourself. So don't run away from those challenges and say, well, you know, these are difficult people. I don't have to work on myself. I don't have to deal with them. They're just difficult people because you're shortchanging yourself, really shortchanging ourselves from, from growing in our meadows. It's a tremendous gift for us. It's not easy. I'm not going to say we ask for it but, and, and love it, but it's a real, real gift for us. You will understand later on what I'm saying, if you take my word for it. It's a real, real gift if you can navigate and work through the difficult relationships in your life. And, and work on your anger and, and other midos, it's going to prepare you for, for situations that are really, really critical later on. And, and even without that, of course, um, this is what we're here for. We're here to, we're here to work on our, our midos. I don't know if we got, let's see if we got the chat going. I think um, Shifi may have helped us get the chat going. Okay, we'll do questions. Um, I'll do from the chat. Um, is being frustrated the same as angry? Yes, 100%. It's a very important point. I've heard people say that um, I'm not angry. I'm just frustrated. Frustration is a form of anger. A, a little bit of frustration is a little, is a slight anger. Um, but frustration is, is, is anger. And something that it's not easy. Um, it's not easy not to get frustrated, um, especially, you know, things that are, things that are very difficult, but it's something we want to try to work on. Um, you know, one way to work on it, of course, is trying hard to accept, accept it's from Hashem, but, you know, easier, it's not, not easy. Um, during this time, we were home a lot with our families. What's the best way to go about when all these things are being annoying? And being quiet will make them feel victory. Um, hmm. I'm not sure about the victory part. Uh, if, you're, if your siblings are annoying you, um, I mean, listen, you, have, you may have a right for self-defense, but I will point out the fact that they feel that they have victory because you're not answering, um, it's nothing wrong if they feel victory. Let them, let them, feel, let them feel victory. Let them, be, let them think they won. Uh, you won if you, are, if you are quiet. I think most of the time, if we don't, re we don't react too, hard, too strongly to our siblings, um, they probably will stop. Most of the time, I imagine they are looking for looking for attention or looking for the thrill of getting you angry. Um, if they see you're not getting so upset, you're not getting angry, um, you look at it as a mitos opportunity um, and you don't get angry, they probably will actually bother you a lot, a lot less. Little kids also maybe are looking for attention. So you may want to consider, uh, ask yourself if you're giving them enough positive attention that they're calling for, for some negative attention. Um, would you say that person can control, control his thoughts um, or they only control what they do with their thoughts? So 100%, that's you know, a lot of what we're discussing now is a person can control their thoughts. Uh, it's, again, it takes some work. But like we said, you could change your perspective. 
you can change the way you look at something. So, you know, at the moment, it may be hard to just change your thought on a dime. But over time, like, again, like someone gets, someone's in traffic. So a person can get very frustrated, get very angry. Um, a person works on himself to, to accept from Hashem, to have a moon on Hashem. It's all from Hashem. There are other thoughts a person can have. Baruch Hashem, I'm safe in my car. I'm not an accident. A person can think all types of thoughts. And like we spoke last time, it becomes second nature. Their thought process is, is going to be, to be different. Um, is wasting time considered a bad nida? And if yes, what steps can one take to work on it? Um, I don't know. I don't know. See, see, um, see, girls do not have the obligation. I mean, I've been learning Torah Sabayas. I know some of you may have been listening, but I've been learning Torah Sabayas um, with the, with the, with the Bachrim. And it's pretty intense because the Chavitz Chaim says that, um, you know, they can't waste, can't waste time. Taking a break is not wasting time. Uh, girls do not have that obligation. They don't have the obligation of learning Torah, and I don't believe they have any obligation of not wasting time. But I do think that because we're on this world um, to accomplish, we're on this world to accomplish, we really want to think about what we can do with our time and, you know, certainly we don't want to be watching or doing things that are, that are not good for our, our neshama. But if, if we have extra time in our hands, let's think about what good things can we do. Um, you know, uh, you know, I'm, 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 you know I'm, um, I'm very happy that we're learning together. And one of the reasons why is, be, you know, really your credit, because I understood that the girls are, are interested in, in growing and, and muster. So I, I want to have the opportunity to to take a part in it and also Hashem gave me Hashem gave gave me some more time so I could do I started another project recently um last two three weeks because Hashem has given given me a gift has given me a gift of more time um Hashem is so I think we should try to think about what good things we can do you don't have to worry about not wasting any moments but you should try to think about you know we want to you know, we want to leave this world after 120. We like to leave this world with some with some schuyos, which is many schuyos as possible. So, if there are good things that we could accomplish, whatever it may be, you know, if we should think about, it. if we have any ideas that we can do good things, it's certainly extremely, extremely precious and, and valuable. I don't know if I'll call it bad midos if you're wasting time, but I would just encourage us to to use our time properly, not to be stressed, should be relaxed, but you know, we could do a lot of good things. Uh, how does one avoid getting discouraged when, that, when working on Amida but it hasn't worked on completion yet? Um, <laughs> you know, Rabbi Salsalanter said that it's easier to finish Shas than to work on, on a, than, to, than to master Amida. Um, I don't know. I, st- I, st- I still haven't mastered, you know, any of my Midas. So, um, so I, ca- I can't tell you. But I don't get, I don't get discouraged uh, personally because I think because I think when I'm focused and working on it, you definitely make a little bit improvement. And certainly you're a lot better off than you'd be if you were not working on it. So if, if you're getting somewhere and making a little bit improvement and it's on your mind, then, then you should be proud of yourself and you're accomplishing. It's, perfection is not, perfection's not simple. Maishu Rabbeinu uh, got angry. Uh, perfecting Amida is, you know, may, not may not be possible to completely perfect the media that there's no nisayun, there's no test, but you could definitely we can improve to uh, tremendous tremendous uh, ways. 
Oh, how do you handle your family with your family if your family is partially difficult and somewhat dysfunctional? Um, that's a tough question. That's not really a question I could answer with, um, you know, in a general sense. First of all, maybe your family is not dysfunctional. Maybe you know, maybe the way you, maybe you think they're dysfunctional. But um, okay, kidding aside, um, you know, I wasn't totally kidding because sometimes people have a very negative look on their family that that's not not 100% accurate. But um, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. The media that I find most powerful with dealing with challenging people is is compassion. Is is damakavschos. If I, I understand that there's dysfunction um, in my in my mother's behavior, um, let's say my mother gets you know very stressed out with 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 every little thing. If I understand that there's a dysfunction there, that's probably not her fault. Maybe that's how she grew up or whatever it is. Then instead of getting angry at her for getting angry at me, um, I try to kind of sympathize that this is this is who she is. You know, we can't change other people. It's a very important idea. Being Thank you for bringing this out. Being 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 from, and being a, a balas midos that you girls are is not something to take upon other people and say, look at my mother. Let her work on our midos. You know, let her work on our anger. Let her work on this. Let her work on that. It's not something to use as a weapon on somebody else. It's only supposed to be used on ourselves. On other people, we should say, look, they have this challenge. Maybe they can't control themselves. They maybe they weren't fortunate enough to to, to learn musar or to understand that there's a way. There are ways to work on themselves, and you're probably not the one to suggest it. Um, you could try to get them into muster without telling them that's your plan. But, you know, you should try to – don't be judgmental. Be compassionate. I think if we're more compassionate on other people and just say, you know, that's who they are, they have their limitations, uh, I think it's a game changer, a real game changer that instead of getting angry at people, we feel bad for them. When someone's annoying – Instead of getting angry at them, we can feel bad for them. I feel bad for this person that's so annoying. I'm not the only person they annoy. They, they really don't have so many friends because they're annoying. I feel bad for them. And because I feel bad for them, I'm going to be nice to them and try to make them you know, feel good about themselves rather than, than getting angry. So compassion is a great way to, to change from, from uh, anger. Um, you know... I'll take I'll do one more question. Oh, there's such good questions. I actually trying to save the questions um, because because you know maybe one day maybe one day we could we could, could write a safer with with your questions. I won't put your names in unless you want them. But I do a safer of questions and answers on me those because there are a lot of I find questions. I like questions and answers because it, it just brings out things I wouldn't necessarily think to say or to or to explain. Um, but you know, someone asked for marriage, what is, um, what's something, what's something specific to work on than others? Uh, so what, what, if you girls want to work on Amida Bezashem, what, what's something you want to work on, work on more ahead of others? Uh, I think uh, my immediate answer would probably be, be anger, would be kas, would be anger. I think anger is probably the most destructive Mida uh, in a marriage. I'm trying to think after anger, what would be next? Because anger is pretty big. Most of the time, it's getting angry at our husbands, getting angry, did this wrong, that wrong, forgot this, that. You know, the opposite of anger is savlanus, which is tolerance, seeing the good, being forgiving. That's probably it's probably so up there, you know, so up there that um that we'll we'll leave it with that. I want to thank. Um, 
Thank you all. I'm sorry the questions I didn't get to, but you can feel free to, to email. I'll try to answer, or you can repost them next week. And, um, you know, Blaine Nether will get to get some questions. And um, thank you very much. Everyone should have, a, should have a great night. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.